Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you want to be made well? Or I think in the King James it was something like, do you desire to be made whole? It's a serious question that Jesus asks of this man laid up for 38 years. It's a question with lasting meaning. It was asked to this man, but certainly would apply to us as well. For being made well, like other things in life, even good things, brings with it a mixture of good and bad, of benefit and cost. No doubt after 38 years, this man had habituated to this lifestyle, as horrible as it sounds to us. Truly, nothing could be worse than suffering for so long with a disease that meant he couldn't even get up and walk. He was totally hopeless at the prospect of healing. He did not even have daytime television to keep him company while he sat around that pool for all those years. No divorce court, no talk shows. Oh, how terrible. But it is not unfair to at least wonder if this really was the best version of this man's life. He seems to hope for nothing better, strive for nothing better, ask for nothing more. He is simply brought in and out each day on the mat that he always has with him, and he did no work, and he seems prepared to die, never again able to walk. Now, sure, he has this little excuse that after 38 years, well, someone always rushes into this this water that is said to have these healing properties uh, ahead of me. And by the way, verse 4 in that is not in modern Bibles, the, the explanatory bit about angels uh, going into the water, making it move, etc. Uh, but he has this sort of excuse as to why he can never heal, but you kind of have to wonder, right? I mean, if you really want something bad enough after 38 years, there was never an opportunity any one of those days to get into that water. So maybe in the abstract, he, he wanted things to get better, for his health to improve, for his life to resemble the youth that was now a very long, faded memory. But did he really want it? For once he was healed, he would now bear some responsibilities. He would be an elder in his community. He would be expected to fulfill such duties. He would certainly have to work. And uh, this 38-year pattern of life would come to an end. Now, even a bad 38-year pattern of life coming to an end is something to grieve. It's a less-than-ideal situation, but it was his less-than-ideal situation that he had come to know and probably, in a weird way, love. Living in a big city, we come face-to-face with people who live Uh, on the streets, who are similarly destitute. Many have slowly acclimated to life in tents, to begging for money, to getting fed at a variety of charities, etc. It is not, or at least it should not be, considered controversial to acknowledge that many who live on the streets are in poor health, either as a result of an addiction or mental illness, or a combination of the two. 
And so it would be a legitimate question to ask, do you want to be made whole? Now many would say yes, but some, confronted then with the demands of change, might say no. They have a life that is good enough, and the improvement is not worth the price that will be paid, the price of hospitalization or institutionalization, of sobriety, of a loss of independence, people telling you how to live and what to do and where to be at a certain time, the expectation to work. Now, please understand, I'm not trying to pick on anyone And I know that the reasons for homelessness are are as varied as every human being who finds themselves without a home. I'm only saying that there are some uh, who do not want what we want for them, which is to be healed because of the consequences involved. And so Jesus' question, just as an example, remains valid to us today, even if it strikes us as maybe tough or even cruel. And while we may not be homeless, we are in the same boat. We all have a way of living that we hope will not be challenged. We all have some form of sickness that we don't want to heal because of the change that it will require. It will require an increase in responsibility. It will require an end to excuses. It will require that we take care of ourselves and keep our commitments. It will require us to be more thoughtful when we use words like want. Essentially, Jesus is asking this man, when you say you want to be healed, do you want everything else that comes with it? Or do you just have an abstract desire of healing without any of the attendant responsibilities? For example, I want to be more fit. I want to be able to bench press 200 pounds and run for an hour straight. Now, for many of you, that might be easy, but for me, that would be a great challenge. In the abstract, you see, that sounds really good. If I could just snap my fingers and make it happen, great. But do I want it enough to sacrifice for it? Do I want it enough to join a gym and show up and be embarrassed in front of some some pretty, you know, ripped dudes? To suffer the indignity of being out of breath after jogging for two minutes? Do I want to change my diet? Well... I don't know that I want those things that badly now, do I? I want to see changes in our city and in our county. You know, better schools, lower taxes, some semblance of crime prevention. You may want similar things in your own city or your state or your country. So what am I doing about that desire? It's one thing to want it and to hope that someone else will provide the solutions that I want. It's something else to do something about it. Those two wants are not the same. And I want Christ to be the Lord of my life. For I know that only in Christ 
Do I have access to God? That's the exclusive claim we actually do make. Only in Christ can I even understand my existence. Only in Christ can I have the peace of being a forgiven sinner. Only in Christ can I be truly and fully loved. And can I have the strength to obey God? But do I want all of that enough to live as though that were my reality? For when Christ calls us, he calls us to follow him all the way to the cross. Again, those two wants are not necessarily the same thing. I want the whole world to know Christ, for I know that in knowing Christ, the world would be more peaceful, more loving, more joyful, more hopeful. I know that if the whole world knew Christ, there would be no more warfare, no addiction, no corruption, no wicked cults harming children, and on and on. But hey, me wanting that in the abstract doesn't make it happen. I actually, we actually have to do something about it. Not as a matter of our eternal salvation, of course. That comes via grace. I'm not talking here about earning our way into heaven. But if we expect our wants and our reality to align in this life, then we would be fools to expect that it would just happen. In our little spheres of influence, however small or large they may be, we have to pass on our traditions to the next generation and to everyone who has ears to hear. Paul says in Romans 12, blessed are the feet of those who bring good news. Yes, blessed, because those are the people who want the world to know Christ and want it enough to bring that good news to others. Here's the wonderful thing about Jesus. If you want to be healed, he will heal you. No, perhaps not of every illness this side of heaven, but certainly every illness by the time we get to heaven. And we can be healed of our sin right here and right now. In fact, if we trust in Jesus, we are healed of our sin right here and right now. We have already heard those words this morning. And for that healing, we really and truly do nothing. Just as the man who was healed by Jesus by the pool, he also did nothing. Forgiveness and everlasting life really are the gift of faith, which is itself a gift of the Holy Spirit. The only thing we must do, which again is the Spirit's work in us, is that we must humble ourselves before a loving God. Jesus says elsewhere, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Such a death is not easy. It's not fun, like going to the gym, right? But it is essential. You must die to yourself if you really and truly want Jesus to save you. If you want such healing, 
only in the abstract, though. Well, then carry on as you have been carrying on. Keep going to the pool for another 38 years. Only don't complain. If your life or your relationships or your church or your community or your family remain or fall into shambles. But if you want to be healed, Jesus will heal you. He will heal your relationships, your sin, your shame, and your eternal destiny. He will say to you, get up and walk. If you let him, will you? Amen.